Hey there, I'm Janie Budnick, the pet sitter guru and founder of Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hello, friends, and welcome back to week four of our sales funnel series. This has been, I know, a lot of information over the past three weeks, and we're giving you a pretty little bow to put on the package this week, talking about nurturing. So as a reminder, if you've not watched weeks one, two, and three, make sure you go and do that. Week one was all about defining what your sales funnel is explaining your upstream, downstream marketing, and how you can use that to best figure out who to target in your audience, how to target them, and to get them through your awareness to your purchase phase, through your nurturing phase. And then on week number two, we talked about how to determine your marketing dollar spend, what that possibly could be, and also how to track incoming calls and make sure that you have those in a system that is going to be effective to help you determine your close rate and also how to track metrics like your ROI, um, your close rate, figuring out uh, your uh, customer acquisition cost, your CAC. All of that information is involved in that tracking process to figure out metrics that you want to follow on a regular basis to know how your company is doing in the moment. And then last week, we talked about getting more people into the top of that funnel. Once you've got your foundation laid of the how to set up your system, you want to make sure you're getting more people into the top of the funnel. So you have your traditional marketing ways of doing that. One of the main things you need to do is develop that lead magnet. So last week was all about developing lead magnets with the different ideas of what you can do. And then, of course, choosing a CRM so you can effectively work with those clients and nurture them going forward. This week, we are going to talk about the actual client nurturing process. So super important. Um, Of course, you know, we define nurturing. Um, Nurturing just by definition is to help or encourage the development of. And that is really what we're doing. That's why they do call it nurturing. You're nurturing your prospects and leads and you are also nurturing your clients. So uh, encouraging the development of would be making sure that you are providing something of value because you are developing the leads and prospects into clients and you are developing your clients into raving fans who are going to continue using your services and refer you. Very important part of that process. So there's really two different aspects that you need to think of and you think of them separately. So first of all, we have our clients. We have the nurturing of our clients. So these people have already used our services. They know what we're all about. They know what an amazing service that we have, that we provide a consistent, repeatable experience that is amazing. No matter who comes to their house, they know they can travel with a peace of mind that their pets are getting the next 
best thing to them being there. So um, we've got that process. We want to make sure that we are touching those clients regularly. We are a relational company, not a transactional company, right? It's not one and done. Hey, you used us. See you next time you come. We have relationships with these clients. So we want to make sure that we are touching them regularly, that we are providing something of value to them regularly. We want to stay top of mind. Uh, maybe these are clients that travel a couple of times a year. So much can happen. We all know this in a couple of months. Uh, during that time, they might meet someone else who says there are pets that are in there absolutely wonderful. What do you have with your experience with them that has grounded them to your company. If you have not communicated with them in three months, what is there besides, oh yeah, I do remember this company did a good job for me. So are you good? Are you great? Are you continuing to communicate with them and staying top of mind or was it a transaction that they had in the past? You want to make sure you have them grounded to your company, your company's purpose, your company's mission and let them know that you care about them. So you can also nurture them to keep them updated and bring them into your world. If you are passionate about um, some kind of uh, social thing like working with rescue, working with um, children in the area, whatever you're passionate about, you are keeping that relationship relational, not transactional, by bringing them into your world, letting them know what is going on in your company, letting them know what is going on with your staff, the growth of your company, making sure that they are well connected to your company. So uh, one of the things I recommend is having a system where you nurture on a weekly basis. So this might be just a blog. Maybe you have a blog. What am I saying? Just a blog. Blogs are amazing if you do them right. They're also wonderful for SEO if you have them on your website. So I do recommend those. Um, so with a great blog with good information, you can have a weekly email that goes out to your entire list. These would be leads, prospects, and clients. Sending them out an email that, you know, hey, here's a little update on our week. This is what we just released, this really cool bit of information that you might be interested in. Here's the link. You know, P.S., we're also doing this if you're interested. So um, it doesn't have to be a lengthy email. It can be short and sweet. And actually, short and sweet in somebody's email box is way better. Nobody wants to read your three-page newsletter. Your mom and dad might want to read your three-page newsletter, but the majority of your clients do not. They do not have time. There is too much going on in our lives and in our email boxes to sit as you're scrolling through. If anybody's like me, it's like 100 emails a day. It's ridiculous. Um, they're just going to see that and be like, I don't have time. Delete, delete, delete. So... If it's short and sweet, where it has a super catchy title, there's a whole bit of information in Pet Biz MBA where we talk about like how important email titles are to get your emails open. Um, it, it's fun. You can have a lot of fun with the way your emails are written. It's, it's such a casual way of, of talking to people. You can really be loose and free, which also does let them know a little bit about your personality and give them a little bit more of that relational experience. So I find it fun myself. So make sure you keep those kind of short. So um, potential clients, totally different thing. Our potential client nurturing 
maybe these are people that saw you in an event. Maybe they filled out your form, but they're not ready to use you yet. Uh, maybe, you know, it was a rescue contact. Whatever the situation is, you've gotten their email address, but they don't need you now does not mean that they won't need you in the future. Maybe they contacted you and the kid down the street decided to do it. That doesn't mean that with the nurturing that you're going to provide and the value you're going to provide, that they're going to see what your value is and decide to use your services going forward. So you want to make sure that you start building that relational experience with them so they know you are much, much more than any of the other options that they have used before. So of course, if you don't nurture them, um, if it was like, hey, you came by my booth and you filled out this form for my, how many treats are in a jar uh, or my raffle basket giveaway, if you don't nurture them, they're just gonna disappear into the ether. Uh, I mean, they're, the likelihood of them ever being a client, I can't even imagine how low that acquisition you know, would be. I don't want to consider it. So, well, I mean, I can consider it because I spent probably a decade and a half running events and not running nurturing programs. So I know how little that actually converts for you. But of course, with that regular nurturing, when they do need someone, you will be there. If they have someone that asks them, hey, do you know a good pet care service? they're going to recommend you because they're like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I used somebody before. I haven't used this company yet, but they send me emails and they give me great stuff all the time. So they're going to at least know of someone that they can refer. So that is why you always want to nurture and, you know, keep in mind what relationship you are developing with them. Little side note, of course, any good CRM system is going to have an unsubscribe button. So some people get very touchy when they see unsubscribes come through. You might even have clients that unsubscribe. But honestly, they're probably doing you a favor because they really don't want your information in the first place. It's a little telling if it's coming from a client. If it's coming from uh, someone who filled out the how many treats are in the treat jar thing, they were likely doing you a favor because they were probably just coming by and collecting crap to get free stuff anyway. So you want to make sure that you are, of course, nurturing the right people. Don't ever get offended by unsubscribes because they are not interested in your information. Little side note there. So um, you want to take the opportunity to give them several different types of information that you're sending out. So it could be educational information that you send out. It could be pure entertainment. It could be an opportunity for a promotion, telling them about events. Maybe you want to uh, be that person in the community that lets them know of upcoming pet events for the next week. That can be a great thing of value too if you have a very close uh, active pet community in your area. Best is of course a combination of all of those items together when you nurture them by email. So I uh, want to kind of explain a little bit of a uh, prospect or lead um, series, a welcome series. So here is the way that we tend to do things. Give you a little example of how you run them through that funnel process. <coughs> Excuse me. Go live. So potential client came to your website and they saw your lead magnet and thought, hey, that's really pretty cool. 
So they went, uh, clicked through and gave you their first name and email address because they wanted whatever it was that you were offering a value. That was delivered immediately to them by email. They were super excited reading it because it was exactly what they were looking for and it gave them something actionable that they could do and it made a big difference in their lives. So they were really happy to receive that and exchange their email for it. The next day, they get another little email from you. And this email talks about your company and a little bit about your company's philosophy. And they thought, hey, this is a pretty cool company. I really like what they do in the community. They really speak my language. Then two days later, they get another email from you that's explaining a little bit about the involvement that you have in local rescue. And they love rescue. They have to rescue the dogs themselves. So that is still speaking their language. They continue to get emails about different aspects of your company and how you can solve their problems. And it's communicating well with them and then they start getting these weekly emails from you that talk a little bit more about your company and are dripping a little bit more information and relationship on them. So, um, you know, perhaps they see that you have another lead magnet that is about senior dogs and how we can best take care of our senior dogs. And they download that because you know, one of the rescue dogs is like 14 years old. It's amazing that He's lived this long. I mean, he's like partially deaf. He's got cataracts and, you know, you're really concerned about him. So you'd like to know how to take care of him better and provide for his needs. So they download your lead magnet from that. Well, the cool thing is that system just tagged their file as having a senior pet. So then you are able to start them on an email series specifically about senior pets and best care for them. So you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Your CRM can start tagging everything and you can more directly market to exactly what your client needs. And the beautiful thing of that, it is all automated. Now it takes a while to build this kind of a full nurturing program, but if you just look at the basics of having an excellent series of emails, welcoming a potential prospect or lead to who you are, and you have a weekly follow-up with your prospects and your current clients to keep that relationship strong, then you are going to have better, better lifetime uh, clients. Um, you're going to have better lifetime uh, client generation of revenue. You're going to have higher numbers of conversions because you are keeping it relational and not transactional. So that concludes my uh, little series here, four weeks of the sales funnel. Uh, we still might end up having an opportunity for a little extra Q&A. So if you have any specific questions that were not answered about the sales funnel process and um, you know what to do to set that out up, of course, in the Pet Biz MBA, we do go into the how and the nitty gritty and all the details of that but uh, you can go to petbizmba.com to get on the wait list for the opening of that experience the next time. I love doing these little series. I hope they work for you. Um, you remember that we do have that posted uh, poll, the posted poll where I put several different categories up there and asked you what the most important category was to you. So I have been following along on that. That's why we have discussed 
HR. Uh, we spent four weeks on HR. Now we have spent four weeks on the uh, sales and customer funnel process. And at this point, I have to say, it looks like management and adding la layers of management is up next. So make sure that you tune in, of course, next week, we will start the layers of management funnel. I'm assuming it will be another four weeks. It is going to be full of information. So if you are at the process of looking for even a part-time manager, full-time manager, if you have a manager and you're looking at adding the additional layers that are needed to get you to freedom of being able to choose what you do with your day and get out of the day today, we will get started on that next week. Y'all make it a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at Pet Biz Hive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at PetSitterGuru.com. What is your next best move?